Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. In an era of online retail where everything is just a few clicks away, buying a car should be no different. That's why at Carvana, you can buy a car 100% online. We made it easy to browse, view, and buy from over 10,000 cars. You can even trade in your old car, all while binge-watching your favorite TV show. Afterwards, we'll deliver your car to you. Or you can pick it up from one of our car vending machines. Either way, your car comes with a seven-day return policy. So grab a seat, relax in your comfy pants, and enjoy the new way to buy a car at Carvana. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Hey, Collider fans, this is John Roca. Happy birthday to the Lady Gang. Join the Hollywood Girl Posse as they kick off the new year with their 200th episode as they do what they do best, spill the tea on the hottest gossip with some great guests. Check out Lady Gang every Tuesday and Thursday on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees... Close your eyes and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. What's episode nine's title going to be? Are we going to see some sand? And the First Order is causing problems for the Resistance. Jedi Council starts now, here on Collider. Ha ha, fooled you. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Collider Jedi Council. Ken always gives me so much grief about that opening to where he's I always a little mess up. And if you heard it, if you go back and listen to it, just a little stumble. Just yeah. a little stumble up top, but mm. it was very funny. Mm. Uh, welcome back to Collider mm. Jedi Council. I'm Christian Harloff, a.k.a. Darth Harloff, Harloff Minor, whatever the hell you want to say today. I'll let it fly. Joining me on the council, Kylo Ken. Ken Napsakian is here. How are you? Did they, uh, they ever going to blow up that uh, planet, Harloff Miner? Weren't they going to blow I've it up? Been, I've been threatened by three different Lucas executives <laughs> that they were going to blow it up, so we'll see if it happens. Uh, uh, evil Darina herself. Darina is here. Hello, hi. Darina. How are you? How's it going, guys? Nice Good, Ali. How are you? Thanks for having me back. Happy Welcome New back. Year. Happy Nerd Year. Happy Nerd Year, nice indeed. to see you. All right, let's get into some of this stuff that we talk about here in the Star Wars show. Star Wars movie news. Everything happening in the world of Star Wars that is indeed the movie's latest rumors, speculations, whatever it might be concerning the films, we're going to talk about it. 
Ken, what do you got? All right, let's dive into this thing that's been uh, turning uh, the Star Wars nerd community asunder. Is that even a phrase? I don't know. It is today. I don't know. It is today because Christian's got his... Game of Thrones. uh, Game of Thrones ice... Good. It's just yeah. water. It's just regular water. water. Okay. Been drinking a lot of the regular water lately. What happened to Lecrae? Got to be on stage in New York. I want to try to drop about two pounds. Oh, okay, oh, that's, wow. fair. Yeah. that's fair. That's fair. Me water. too. Lots Me too. Two, uh, man, that's, thatat sounds hard. The episode Tough. nine title. Pizza the episode nine title is what's going around. What do you think the title is going to be? A lot of stuff. There's a report that, hey, the title could be already have mentioned in the previous films because, you know, we saw that with The Last Jedi. It was actually mentioned a few times, yeah. even going back to Return of the Jedi. So uh, let's dive into what we think the title is going to be. That's fun. People have fun with that. Um, I think it's going to have something to do with redemption mm. some way or another. Redemption. Or, it could, or it could be First Order. Right, because everything's been either the Force Awakens, which mm-hmm. was mentioned in the trailer, something you know, ish, mm-hmm. and then you get the Last Jedi combining into what this third movie is, and I think it's going to be something that tricks us because I'm I'm convinced that they're going to redeem Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. They're going to try to, okay. uh, and they will try to dupe us, and we'll have some kind of title that says. You know, whatever it might be, for, for I don't know if it'll be Knights of Ren, but something along those lines. Something, something a little bit more towards the dark side. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, do you guys think that this is going to be the movie where the whole, you know, the dark side of the Empire or First Order finally falls? Because maybe we could. I mean, if that's the case, it's a fair question, and, and that's and and that's due to maybe related to Kylo's redemption. Then maybe we could get a cool um, title where it's actually something. You know about like the fall of the empire, or like you know, like or the whatever somebody was saying, like the ashes or something like that. Well, you know, here like, on the Hollywood Reporter, they've got some leading contenders. Okay, all right, the, the Knights of Ren. That's what I just said. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to see the Knights of Ren at well, all. Star Wars Episode Nine, the Knights of Ren. Eh? Yeah, what is this a, a you know legends unless, novel? Unless they're the ones that take down uh, the First Order, and that's the end of sure, it. Sure, unless it's the whole story of the Knights of Ren. All right, then right. there we go. Ashes of the Empire. Oh, there you go. I mean, that sounds great, but. We're three movies into the new trilogy, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm being grumpy today. The Rising Tyranny. No. Uh, Master and Commander of the Far Side of the World. No. Uh, A Spark of Hope. Uh, Spark is just like a, it sounds like a kid's show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the spark of hope. I get a little spark of hope. Bring out the unicorn. <laughs> I've got the Death Star plans. Right. Right. Like, like a new song. I would watch that movie. Yeah. yeah. That sounds great. It's the new Christmas yeah. uh, holiday yeah. special. And then you that, can uh, end with Yevnub yeah. again. Yeah. So, yeah. A spark of hope because I guess the end of The Last Jedi, but it's like, no, please. Nah. I'm good. Yeah, so none of those are clicking for me. Ashes of the Empire sounds good, uh, but I like what you're saying here. I like what you're saying. Yeah. I, You know, look, titles... I hated The Phantom Menace as a title when it came out. Now it's one of my favorite titles. Really? Yeah, I don't Phantom know. Phantom Menace makes sense, though. It makes sense it. because yeah. when it, it opens up. Attack the Clones. I still don't even know if the clones attacked. They were mostly rescued. No, it's, um, it's just it, that was George Lucas harking back to his childhood. Yeah. And coming on theaters next week, Attack of the Clones. Revenge of the Sith. Good, good play on the old Revenge of the Jedi. I like that. So generally all the titles are really good. So I trust what they come up with. What's your favorite title? That's a good question. Empire Strikes Back. Not just because yeah. it's the best movie, but because, no, because of the title. Because it, it let you know everything that's about to go down. It's like, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys won that fight, but we're going to kick your right. face in right now. But that's what I mean. What if it, What if this last movie that happens, and or the opposite of that the happens, and, the then first order? Get, and then we yeah. get... And, yeah. The only I mean, it's an obvious one, but... Yeah, yeah just kind of telegraphs. But The Empire Strikes yeah. Back was super obvious, but it's and it was a great movie. That's the second movie. That's true. It's the second movie. This is the end. 
That's so true. I don't I don't want to I don't want them to tell us how it's going to end through the title. But I'm with you. I mm-hmm. I'm never the guy that is always what's the title going to be. Yeah, yeah. it's like I'm going to see the movie. I'm excited. Like, it yeah. just depends. I'll analyze it when it comes out. Obviously, oh, that's sure. what we yeah. do. And what could it mean? But I'm. I, yeah, I, I don't ever really get too pissed off about the title. The only one I really didn't like was Attack of the Clones because it no. sounds ridiculous. It, it, yeah, <laughs> it it, yeah. yeah. But it it's, you're, you're sort of about the Empire Strikes Back. It's just one of those things that's accepted. But that's a that's like a Bob Iger spoiler title. Like this movie's going to be about the Empire striking back. Oh, what's the title? If it came the out, Empire Strikes Back. If it came out today, I agree with you. But yeah. this is in yeah, 19, yeah, 1980. Yeah, people didn't analyze didn't titles analyze. the way they no. do today, okay. and it's just and it's the second movie, and they're like, oh, okay, this is like a. Well, they did, they did analyze it just on the playgrounds, not on a podcast. Right. Right. It's just, it was like it's, it would be like Rocky two. Rocky wins. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, all right. Let's let's move on. What's all next? Right. So uh, let's go to Uncle Bob Iger. We mentioned Uncle Bob. Uh, you know, we, we got him. Uh, he, he always gives little morsels of information. We we at Force Center call it IgerCon, and and it's it, you can always count on Uncle Bob to just spoil something. Like here's the plot of Solo. Is that literal? Literal? Yeah, it is. You got to find out how he gets his name. Ah, he's not serious. Yeah, he, give me he uh, serious. Give me some more money for stocks. Um, he went on and said he said this. Uh, it, 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 the big question about the streaming service, and I think this all could change. And I think one thing we take away from Bob speaking to uh, the folks at Barians, a lot of business stuff. Um, the streaming service is big. We know it's this battlefield that they're trying to win. But I still think they don't quite know, not that they don't know what they're going to do with it, but like with all of us in the digital media landscape, it changes often and trends and things that work changes. So this could change. But to the direct question of will they make movies for the streaming service, he says, um, we're looking to make movies that are higher budget, but nothing like that. We wouldn't make a Star Wars movie for this platform. He believes you should experience it in a theater. You know, he's, he's an old school guy. So that is the answer now. Right. And that, I could see it changing. That's why, and I said this, we talked about this a little bit on Clara Live the other day. Um, whether or not that's his philosophy or, or not at the moment, like you said, things can change. I don't think it was necessary to make that statement because he doesn't know what's going to be pitched in, his, in the office as a Lucasfilm mm-hmm. next week. They might come to him and say, look, this is a cheap thing that, that we thought about doing, a one-off mm-hmm. movie here. Two-hour movie, and we're gonna we're gonna do a Cad Bane movie. It's gonna be twenty. It's gonna be thirty million dollars, and we're gonna be able to do this very small kind of independent type deal. But it's a really cool idea, and we just want to do a one-off, and we think that it could do really well. Ah, guys, I was just kidding, and it's a, I just right. don't think it was necessary to say it. I understand the strategy, and that's the goal right now is not to do that. And to be completely honest, and I've said it a million times here, I would much rather them take like a script like the Obi-Wan movie that they mm-hmm. were going to do and say, let's turn that into a 10-episode yeah. miniseries where they're doing with Loki and um, Scarlet Witch. Let's do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of maybe what he is talking about as well, too. And I also understand a lot of people feel this way, and I think we've had this debate on this show many times, that Star Wars is that type of property, that IP, that you want to see in the big screen. It, you want to see it, you want to hear it in, in those big surround sound yeah. speakers and, and be around everybody in that atmosphere, and I get that. But when you're definitively saying, not going to happen, we're not aiming to do that, because I, I'll tell you what, if Mandalorian is going to be $100 million to do this whole series, right? Mm-hmm. I'll bet you a handful of dollars, a handful, just a handful, 
that you can watch these shows on the big screen and get the same feel, and you're not losing anything when you're watching it on TV. The same reason Game of Thrones, you you can watch episodes of Game of Thrones on the big on the mm-hmm. big screen. So I just I love Bob Iger. I've, I've said it many times. I think he's the one of the best executives of all time. I just don't think it was a necessary statement. I mean, it also depends on how exactly he was asked the question because it's possible that he maybe he just meant the Skywalker saga, Star Wars movies, you know? It didn't sound um, like it in the... But um, because I think you're right, I think that for uh, the Star Wars stories that I want to see, I want to see new and different stuff. And, and, and for that, that's more of a character-driven type story, which are uh, more intimate stories. And so I prefer to see it as a miniseries or as a series, right? Uh, but... If you're going to have some amazing, like, you know, uh, space battle, then I want to see that in the theater, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously, he also knows that they're going to make more money if they put these movies in a theater. Then, uh, you know, how much is the budget for The Mandalorian, for example, compared to, you know, these movies? Well, it's true. I mean, the 10 episodes is about a little over. I think, I think the budget is out something like $120 million or something. Right. Uh, for total? For, okay. for total. For the total, right? Rumors something between 120 plus. It'll probably go up a little bit more. Let's, let's cap it at 150 Darina's right. One movie. Yeah. Like, Last Shot, I was something like 200-something. Yeah. So, yeah. And then you want to make that back in the theater, and you want to do that stuff, too. But we still, there's no, there's no data yet on this plus, right? Right. If a lot of people, if they surveyed a lot of people why they signed up to Disney Plus, and a lot of these subscriptions, whatever the cost might be, was because of The Mandalorian, or then the investment starts to make a lot more sense. Right. Um, and if, if merchandising starts to come out of there and other things start to come out of there, then you start to go, oh, I don't know, maybe we can do so. Maybe there's, yeah. there's video games based on Mandalorian. There's tons mm-hmm. of stuff you could do. But then also, how do you get the interest of audiences that um, – because, you know, we're, we're into other stuff other than the, the actual movies. But most of the, the Star Wars audience is just the movies. It's just the trilogies, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so how do you get that interest? Uh, because, you know, take, take something like Star Trek Discovery, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people, a lot of us signed up for CBS, the CBS streaming service only to watch that show. And then we canceled it. Right. Yeah. But so, that, so then, scandalous. How, how do you keep them on? Uh, how do you keep them on besides doing yeah. Star Wars? Right. Well, I think that they're doing that with Marvel. If you're a Marvel fan, is my point. I'm talking about people that are just, just Star the Star Wars. Wars movie audience. Oh, you right. want to keep them after? You sign up for the series, yeah. get the Mandalorian, yeah. and then they, yeah. they bail out. I mean, that's what you got. Clone Wars. Cassie. You get, then, you, then you're going to be waiting around for Cassie in the yeah. final. For the, you know, and then mm. this is another. I don't know if this is in the the rundown, but we also have um, there are comments that it's a limited series. Yeah. Right. Like, so. Yeah. And Roxy Stryer, who's a big TV buff, said limited series is such a different term today than it was five, ten years ago, yeah. because a limited series could be four seasons of nine or ten episodes apiece. Um, people right away think limited series. They go, it's one season. It's 12 episodes and we're done. Mm-hmm. There's, there was no definition yet behind it. But before we get into that, Ken, I do want yeah. to get your thoughts on, on Uncle Bob's comments. Yeah, and I do have other interests other than Star Wars. Otters. Nice. Tacos. Otters you like are otters? awesome. Otters are my favorite little animal at the zoo. Yeah. And uh, young guns. I mean, these are the things I love. So, Is it yes. legal to have an otter? Um, I don't know. I used to have ferrets. I know. But, that I know. Uh, yeah. those ferrets? They, they passed? passed on to the other side of the force. Thanks oh. for bringing that up. How old yeah. were they? You know, eight or nine. Okay. Ferrets still have a long a dog, life. They, it's, 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 a, it's a hard part of my life, but thanks for thanks Did for they have Star Wars names? No. No, I did not have uh, the power of naming in that uh, uh, situation. Um, <laughs> I, uh, 
I like I like Bob too. I like yeah. Bob too. I, Uncle Bob is, uh, you know, and, and you know, I've passed him in the hallways at, at events or something. And there's a there's an aura to Bob. Yeah. Him and Vince McMahon have the same. Yeah, aura. yeah. And yeah. you used to ride on planes with Vince and have sushi with him, right, or something. I don't know. I, well, I still I ate a shrimp. He ate a shrimp, and that's why he got fired. So uh, he's got an art. So I like I like to, but I, sometimes he just – it just says some weird things. I think some of his decisions – and I, I love it that he's like, yeah, I kind of messed up with the solo release date. I wanted it in the first business quarter for shareholder kind of stuff. So I think I think this will change. It's, it, if I'm making a break, I don't have any – Right. could change in 10 years. It could now. change in 10 years. Yeah. Uh, but as of right now um, – it could work, and this this changing landscape. Watching the Golden Globes, well, I, they were on while I was looking at pictures of otters on the internet. But uh, <laughs> I, you know, my a girlfriend was watching it, and uh, there's like shows. It's like, hey, the 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 Bob method here. It's on the dentist lobby channel. Like everyone's every streaming service is, is changing right. so fast. So I think once they, if Mandalorian comes out and it's well received, and the subscriptions go up. Yeah, then the, then they can look at some some writer comes in with hey here's the adventures of Iden Versio and Inferno Squad. It's a right. uh, oh two hour movie about what this, about right? an animated movie? Yeah, animated movies yeah. another example. A, a two hour a, yes, animated, or, especially after something like Resistance, like yeah. it mm-hmm. looks so beautiful. I would love to see yeah. An, yeah. an animated movie. And, yeah, and I think that you know, and when and if you asked him, he'd be like, well, that's not really what I was thinking about when I asked about movies. You should because that's that's what a movie is. He, two he's, hour. And he's thinking old school, and I, right. I get it. I right. mean, we get it. You you want to create the event, the space battles you want to see on the big screen. You know, you talk about Game of Thrones. They put season four, uh, that episode, Watchers on the Wall. They put it in the IMAX theater the next right. – uh, spectacular. You know, like I get the going to the theater experience and making the money. Uh, it's like WWE Network. They didn't yeah. know. They didn't know if it was nine ninety nine a month was going to work for them right. on WrestleMania buys, pay per view buys, and, and and it has over the course of time. Right. This this will this could change the landscape of of Star Wars. There's always going to be stuff in the theater, so I'm not worried about that. Well, you just said something also there too. We still don't have a price point on this thing because right. that's one of the things your earlier question, Darina, about will Star Wars fans stick around? Yeah. You would assume as a businessman, what you want to do is like, look, here's what we're going to do. We're going to announce the Star Wars show. We're going to get the Star Wars fans in, and we're going to tell them about all the other stuff that we have, the original program that we have that's not Star Wars, other things that we have. Hopefully they watch that to browse around. But those Star Wars fans will do what you were talking about, bail, if it's too expensive. Mm-hmm. If they say, like, look, all right, I want to see The Mandalorian. I'll pay it this time, yep. and then I'm out. I yep. mean, I, I just I don't, I don't want to do this anymore after this. It's just, I mean, I would do that, one shot. probably. Maybe. Yeah. Like, like, perfect example for me is, like, YouTube uh, Red or whatever it's called mm-hmm. now. I signed up for the free thing for you about uh, premium or TV. Yeah, well, we, yeah, at the time YouTube Red. Right? It was called YouTube Red oh, that, at the time. Okay. But whatever Cobra, Cobra Kai is on. There's a reason yeah, I yeah. signed up. I watched the two episodes for free. Then I signed up, watched yeah. it, then left it for a second. I said I don't watch anything on this. I watch nothing. So I'm I'm bailing. I'm leaving. What about the no ads? Part of it. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, I, don't care. I like some I'm of the YouTube ads. Company, They're really yeah, funny. It, it takes me. It takes me two seconds to wait and skip out and realize that other people. It's because I do this that I realize that people are getting. Uh, that's how they. Because YouTube doesn't pay garbage. Yeah. So it does. That's why everyone and their mother has a Patreon now because yeah. they can't. Because YouTube does not give any money. It's a crime. Yeah. Um, but so, but no. Regardless, so I like watch the YouTube ads. I'll watch that guy yeah. Ty Lopez around that Porsche rent saying how rich he is, and you can uh, learn his methods. I'll watch all five <laughs> minutes of it. I don't care. Yeah, I'm just sitting there, and I, I I watch the ads. It doesn't matter. But the the reason I signed up for Cobra Kai was for that show, and then it was over. It was done. Now that being said, as soon as it comes back, I'll sign back up, and then I'm out. And yeah. I just I just don't, I don't care. Um, yeah. 
It's and I'm Drina and not sharing my password. Don't ask. Yeah. So, I already know it. You do? Remember, I, I work for them. Oh, that's true. <laughs> um, but the other thoughts, Ken, about what we believe the limited series thing means. Do we think that Mandalorian is one season, ten episodes, and done? Or what do you I'd think? say no more than two. I, that's how I and, – and you're right. Uh, I've had this conversation with other folks about limited series and what it means. Uh, an example was given to me of uh, 24 when it came back. Right. Limited. Where? This is the only time you're one season. I don't necessarily think it means one season, but I, I definitely – it means they have an end game, and they know they can't keep this right. going. Um, I mean, maybe they could. Not that, you know, Fabric could hand the reins over to some Filoni could take the right. I, I could totally get behind that, but uh, I, I'm saying no more than two seasons. What do you think, Tarina? I, I mean, for the Mandalorian, we're talking for about? Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think shorter is usually better quality, so I prefer. Um, Thank you. Like my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Great. This is a morning show for kids. <laughs> um, that was good, though. Um, so. You know, my favorite shows are usually like the ten episode series, um, and that are that last mm-hmm. like two to three seasons at yeah, the most. Right, I, so those I, are usually the best the shows, British and then you're done. Series. Yeah, it's, yeah, um, no, because BBC then, television. Yeah, because then look at as much as I love Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. I still was much more uh, impacted by it earlier. Right, like later on, like there's some stuff that I wasn't into, and it was more about the spectacle of it. Is and it I, the happiness. Yeah, I, I like yeah, people losing. See that, I, right? I like see I that. like people dying. So I, I like the second half. The second yeah. half so much. So th- then the first half. Yeah. yeah. So the fir- uh, see, the first half was more interesting to me because it was all about the politics and like that's uh, that stuff I liked. But I was just getting I, and I told Ken this like I was getting to a point because they were following the books and I get George R. R. Martin is genius. I know he is, but I was just getting to a point. I was like, I get it, dude. This is real. Anyone can die now. I'm like, I still want to watch like some entertainment. I, right. I want to root for people, and I know that they can die, but keep some of them going. I, I, I totally agree. We could totally have a Game of Thrones conversation, but that's yeah. uh, that's why I think season seven of Game of Thrones had some people that like it. Is like you started getting solutions that were right. positive, right, or right. This, yeah. this is what happens, and yeah. sometimes the quest. And also, it does affect storytelling uh, when it comes to Star Wars. We expect. I've always said there's not really a shocking Star Wars death. I, I fought a movie fights recently and said Nanta, the Ewok, was the most shocking death. <laughs> you're right. Because we didn't expect that. And right. as a kid, like Optimus Prime dying, you're traumatized yeah. by the Ewok. Obi-Wan's yeah. kind of shocking. It's, it, that was t- my most shocking. It, yeah. It, yeah. Absolutely. But but now we're so used to the hero's journey and the myth and the structure of the myth. Right. Most Star Wars death, most, and there's always going to be little caveats, serve a purpose to the greater right. story. So I wasn't, were you surprised that Han was dying? I think in no, that moment, right, here that. it is, here's yeah, the Han yeah. I said, I would go Qui-Gon oh, yeah. also. Liam Neeson crapping out that quick. Yeah, but, but, except but, we got spoiled through this. Yeah, score. which by the, the way, soundtrack. I talk, I talk yeah. about that ruling. I think I should got a, should have got a half point. We'll talk about that in the Shmo now. But um, you said Qui-Gon's death. I said the it Qui-Gon's funeral, and that is uh, the next track title. But the one about his death is Qui-Gon's the high noble council. end. Yeah, yeah. Qui-Gon's noble end, and the next one is the high council and Qui-Gon's funeral. Should have got half a point. Half a point. All right. Yeah. Anyway, we're, hey, you know, people like when we go off the tracks here yeah, and off too. the rails, so we're having some fun here today. We, we talk about Game of Thrones. <laughs> hey, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about every, everyone's favorite uh, meme in Star Wars. Sand! It gets everywhere, and all the, the prequel jokes you can make. Um, we got the two back-to-back kind of stuff here, two back-to-back kind of, kind of news stories. Uh, this go into the wilds of Reddit because uh, you know sometimes eh, it's sometimes they hit us. Sometimes, yeah, they yeah. got some leaks. Uh, episode nine crew gifts leaked out. 
All right. Do we got? I don't know if we got the pictures, Cody. We, we're gonna get get uh, Disney uh, security gonna come go. after us. All right. So there we go. That's that. Uh, so the I've got the oh the I'll turn it the flash crashed on crashing on that page. I feel uh, like that's Alex Damon's wardrobe. It does kind of look like Alex Damon's wardrobe there. Um, this one reads, Dear Cast and Crew of Episode 9, there are no words to properly express our gratitude and amazement. Your work has been next level spectacular. You've done it with all the kindness and respect. There are no words, but there are jackets from JJ, Kathy, uh, Michelle, and Callum. Again, we don't know if that, that could be completely forged. We don't know. We're not Obi-Wan and Attack of the Clones on a private eye message. Probably not. And the next one was uh, the little bottles of sand. And one of them. Mm-hmm. For those asking about bottles of sand, and it's a really fine sand from a sacred place on a familiar planet. The beans have something to do with a Jedi eater, whatever that means. It'll all be clear in December. Um, so eh, this is the wilds of Reddit. I don't know. But this led people to think, to, to think of Tatooine. And then an article comes, comes out on uh, Inverse saying that uh, Episode 9 has to return to Tatooine. It makes sense. And we brought this up. So I figured it's a great jumping off point. I'll tell you why I think it's not Tatooine. I think yeah. they're going back to Jakku. Jakku? Because the Ray storyline, sorry everybody who loved everything that happened in the way that it was wrapped up in eight. We're not done with her origins. We're not even close. Um, we're going to go back to Jakku. The other thing that happened in Jakku that we, I can't tell me which, I think it was Aftermath. Aftermath. Yes, Empire's so, End specifically. The Emperor yes. had a conversation, yeah. and Emperor was doing a lot of work. He was on, digging. He was doing a lot of work on Jakku. Yeah, Gallius so, Rex. There's a reason that we were at Jakku for the Empire. There's a reason why. And mm-hmm. there's a reason why I think that's going to tie back to Ray. I've made it pretty clear that I think that they're going to do something again with the Emperor. Um, and I would not be surprised if it all ties in together with this. Now, could they go back to Tatooine? Yeah, I think that's possible. I think that um, that J.J. Abrams has shown that he is obviously the big fan of the original trilogy that he is. He might. I, I think for some of the stuff maybe you didn't like about Game of Thrones that I love is I think we got some good fan service. I don't consider fan service a bad uh, a bad term. A lot of people do. I think fan service, when done right, is something that should be an appropriate term because that's who's watching this stuff are the fans that's who you want to appease the fans mm. i think we're going to get some fan service and stuff that makes you go oh yeah that that thing that thing that ties back to this that i don't think he's going to tie in all nine movies i don't think he needs to do that but i think tattooing is possible but i think that that's more significant to jacko what do you think i mean i think i don't know i mean the, like regarding ray in general, like obviously, there was some stuff in uh, Last Jedi uh, when she goes into this cool. That was my favorite part of the movie, actually, when she goes under that whatever uh, the, rock. The goth yeah. tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> yes, obviously, that was of course my my favorite mm-hmm. part of the movie. Uh, so I want to know more about that, right? Um, so I, I think that that makes us we're, we're going to discover more stuff, maybe about mm-hmm. her, possibly. But um, but I don't know if it necessarily needs to go back to that planet. Like I don't know if like that's that's kind of where she was probably dropped off or left you right. know what i mean i think if you're gonna go with fan service then tattooing would make sense well, because especially like how cool would it be if the whole saga ends in tattooing with the with the two, two sons? sons yeah and i think that, that could, that could that be poetic music, that would be beautiful for sure i just think because the stuff like if we looked at the tie-in with solo with the canon stuff and if they are going that way and they're continuing it that there was a lot of stuff that went down with the emperor and jakku and there's a lot of stuff with the, with the Empire in general with Jakku. And I think that if you tied it all together that around that time, and it all leaks in, because people thought they were going to show Ray's parents in those novels because it all kind of links back to that particular uh, time period. So 
It's possible. Is is Tatooine possible? Yes, but Ken, where are you leaning on? I I would lean to Jakku, and I I, I love the idea of Tatooine or some Star Wars poetry. I, I joke, but I still love the idea of Endor in some way, at some point in the Star Wars story. Um, get my Chief Wicked in, but I love the idea of Jakku, and even you know. Regarding Ray, it, it, it will have something to do with her lineage or something. Yeah, possibly. I hear what you're saying, but it doesn't even necessarily have to. It ha- could have to do with just her and there mm-hmm. and what was going on there. They definitely uh, Empire's End was all about that. Uh, Palpatine. Uh, I think uh, I forget the timeline, but you know we're talking decades before the events of the original trilogy. I, I believe he was. I don't even know if he was the Emperor. I don't. I, the timeline. It's been a while since I've read uh, Aftermath. He and, and, and Luke uh, uh, Tashu uh, are out there digging, and that's where they run into this little kid, Galley Rax, and this little scruffing out there. And Emperor, the Emperor pulls him in, or Palpatine pulls him in, and, and that is important. It's important to the contingency plan. It's his jumping off point to the outer rim, uh, the outer and the, uh, the unknown region. So I love the idea of going back there. I love getting some kind of answer there. If, 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 you know, do we do we need it? No, it depends where the story goes, but that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Whatever this is, this is fun. I could get those at Urban Outfitters right now, <laughs> so this could be completely fake. But beyond that, I like the idea. Are we even talking about what the thing yeah, on the right the is? One? Because what if that's Mustafar? Oh, I could very well be be Mustafar, or it could have been some you know Karelian coffee beans or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Mustafar, I want to see Mustafar again, yeah. and I want to. See, yeah. I would love what I would love for them to do, even if it's brief, is going back and tying in Rogue One to Episode Nine and Kylo Ren visiting the the castle, Vader's castle. Oh yeah, that would be amazing that if they did really that. Cool. I don't know if they're going to do that. Yeah, I probably not, but it would be cool to do. Yeah, I'm fine when they recycle planets like that we've yeah. seen in other sagas. Like that's, but but also knowing Star Wars, they're going to come up with at least one new planet for this new movie. If, yeah. if yeah. probably way more than that. But yeah, yeah, right. yeah because yeah. yeah, I mean that that's the whole point of them like being creative and like yeah. coming up with all these new worlds. But we'll try to think of which one. I mean, first one was was. Tatooine, Alderaan kind of counts. Um, Alderaan counts. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really Tatooine, yeah, yeah. Alderaan, and then yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, four, yeah, yeah. four. Which um, you go Hoth. Favorite planet of all time. My favorite planet yeah. of all time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends because I, I guess clearly Endor. I'm obsessed with it, but Endor's in the movies awesome. or in general, the whole the all, in the movies or just in, in just the movies. Because I would have. I mean, I, like, I kind of like Jupiter, but <laughs> TV shows count. Yeah. Because I've got Korriban. I still want to yeah, see Yeah, I know you love the Korriban. I want to see Korriban. Just now more. I want to see Korriban. Now more band. Can you imagine if they go to Korriban? Imagine that's from Korriban. Yeah. Oh, please bring Korriban into more, the... It was more band that became Korriban. It was more... That's it was, right. I forget. It was, yeah, it was more band originally, and then once the canon shifted over, they changed it because... And, jo- and that was from George. Yeah, well, because yeah. it was too similar to uh, uh, something. Something. Mustafar. I don't know. Maybe. Um, all right. Let's move on. Anything else mm. going on in movie news? Or are we done? Uh, there's this little story about Han Solo and uh, Harrison Ford, the advice he gave Lucasfilm. I think we kind of already heard that, but basically Harrison Ford to Lucasfilm, let this kid, Alden Ehrenreich, find his own way. Let him make his own choices. And I, I think in the end that that is what happened, whether or not you like the movie or not. I think, I think Alden surprised a lot of people or, or confirmed what they you know, had hoped or felt uh, he was going to do. So, I don't know, interesting little note, though. From, yeah. from Harrison. He's yeah, an actor. I mean, yeah, it's an actor, and he's, he's going to say what he's going to say. I, yeah. I, I'm going to shift a little bit. Definitely. Okay. What it makes me realize, though, is that, and I, I, I definitely deserve two people an apology. Yeah. Um, and it's Lord Miller. Um, I don't know what happened on that. I and mean, we'll, we'll never know. We'll never know. All I'll tell you is that where he's saying, let them go, let them find their voice, after seeing Spider Man in, into the Spider Verse, 
I wish they would have just let them, let them do their thing. Because I don't think we would have gotten that Ace Ventura movie. I, I just can't imagine them doing that. No. And I think that what Spider... And I know they didn't direct Spider-Verse. I know that. But they were, they were heavy. They wrote... They, they, I forget which one. I think Miller co-wrote it. Uh, Phil, Phil, I think, co-wrote, co-wrote it. Co-wrote yeah, it. Yeah. But they were overseers of the whole entire yeah. thing. I, and you looked at that movie... And those that was handled by Spider-Man fans and yeah. people who knew Spider-Man. I think it's one of the most authentic, if not the most authentic, Spider-Man movie that we've ever had. And filmmaking fans, because the animation was groundbreaking. Correct. I've never seen something like that before. It was amazing. You're right. So it makes me think that they're not going to grab a property and say, we're going to go so radical. This is going to be like something you've never seen. Because Spider-Man was something you never saw, mm-hmm. but it was still very true yeah. to the source material more than everything. And there were jokes in it. And maybe that, and there were a lot of jokes in it. And maybe that was something that they tried to do inside a solo that just didn't fit the normal Star Wars humor. But man, after seeing that, I I say to myself, I wish I I would have liked to have seen what they did. And I and I was, if you go back to any old episodes of this, I was happy that they had from the rumors that I heard that they were gone. But after seeing that movie, I just I'm curious. But that's a that's a what if scenario. So I just wanted to say that because um, you didn't, you always hear these reports of what happened, who did what, what they were going to do. You don't really know. But after seeing that movie, I think that they at least deserved a shot. That's that's all I wanted to say. Um, I think that's uh, that's everything on movie news. Uh, it is. Yeah, right. It is. So we're going to move on over, and now we're going to do the segment on the show that's simply known as "What's the Deal with Canon?" Everything in the world of Star Wars that connects to the movies, but it can be video games, television shows, novels, whatever it is. Is that Padme book? People are sending that thing out now already, huh? I just uh, saw Damon had it. I saw Damon had it. I don't get the. Is it Delray? I'm not on the list anymore. What's happening again? Uh, same I, thing. I, I, you know, and I have fun. I buy them. Yeah, but but usually we get them sent. I got to find out if it's Delray. Or, or we got to get those books because I know you really want to watch it. Don't buy it yet because we got to. I want to get well, a review it for this show. Well, all right, well don't don't worry about it. That's his comic it. books and toys. Where when do you guys talk about toys? We, we, That's what we, I want to talk we, about. We never really talked about toys. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Can we bring toys next time? If you I can. if I if you guys invite me back and I bring my toys. I just don't think toys really kind of tie into the overall. I think when we first started doing the show, that they were releasing toys for Force Awakens. And it was um, stuff that could pertain. Remember when they released Kylo Ren? Yeah, and, yeah. They, and they you could you push voice. Yeah, and there were certain lines that didn't make the cut, yeah. and people were like, "Well, what do you mean there?" What's he yeah. I think that's why we started talking about toys. But it's you but know, it's fun. I mean, it I remember is. even not being a huge prequel fan at all, but I remember buying the toys and being excited for the movies yeah. and all that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, toys are certainly important in Star Wars, but yeah. I get what you're saying. You got to be a jerk about it. All right, let's uh, let's let's what, move on. Why do you invite her here? I don't <laughs> that's know. why. I don't know. I was asking a question. You were demanding. I was very demanding. You're doing good. Yeah. <laughs> Continue, Ken. Thank you. I can't, I can't afford to buy a new book because I spent like $90 on tacos the other night. That's, oh, uh, did you? You wound up going to that. Yeah. I heard I it was really fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. You should, right. you should, you should go. You, you should go next week. On week. a weekend? Yes. You know, bring, bring the kids. Bring the kids. Okay. All right. Let's, All let's right. Next. What's the deal with Canon? This, this is a fun show today. Um, Star Wars Resistance is going to have a season two. And we got the second half trailer. You know, going back to Star Wars Rebels, they always make good trailers for these shows. And this one, well, it is pretty darn good. You love this show, right? Uh, I do really like this okay. show. This trailer, though, makes me think I'm prepared to, to love what's coming down the pipeline. A lot of more, lot more serious stuff. Uh, you know, I'm sure it's going to be Casono uh, uh, doing. Hey, he does, yeah, he yeah. does kind of some pratfalls. That's going to be there. Uh, but the show always looks great. 
look at that shot of Starkiller base. Look at this shot. Of Star the Killer art base. is amazing. In the art's great. Uh, we got a, a clip. It's the best looking cartoon yeah. that I know really, of. It's really good looking. As, as expected, because this was set, what, six months prior to Force Awakens. We know the lead character is from the planet Hosnian Prime. Yeah. We saw that dark cloud coming down the pipeline there. We got to see General Hux giving his. Uh, Force Awakens speech, which I still think is, oh, is, is so that... comically over the top. I'm surprised people took that character seriously. But um, I also, it's also a great speech because a lot of exposition. So, the, the, so they get to that in the they, show? They, they're watching it. They're watching it. So yeah. we are to that point, which also raises a great question. Yeah. BB-8 is a cast member on the show. BB-8's got to go. BB-8 in canon cannot be on this show much longer past this because he's on Jakku. Right. With Ray, so we'll see. We saw BB-8 in shot. We'll see if there's something that sends him away. He's got to be. Well, you know, it's. I have to. I've got to really hunker down and watch this show because I've seen. I've still only seen the first two. I started watching before the Golden Globes the other day. I started watching all the episodes, and I couldn't lock in. And there was a lot of stuff going in, on sure. in the house today, so I just couldn't lock in. I got to. I want to finish the first season. It just hasn't caught me the way that Clone Wars and Rebels have. I know, and I know it's completely different tone. Yeah. And I, yeah. and it's not the art because I just said to you, I think the art's some of the best that we've seen so far. Um, I want to get connected to this show. I'm going to try to get to be like because everything you're saying, how it all ties into the Force Awakens. I want to see that. I like that yeah. type of stuff. It's the same thing when the Matrix, the second Ma- Matrix came out, and they did all those little the Animatrix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't stop watching those, and I, because I wanted to see how it all connected. And I want to do the same thing for this one. So I'm going to try it again. Have you watched a lot of this stuff? Uh, I watched the first few episodes, but did you see the trailer no, that the they new just one? released? No. Yeah, it actually looked really cool. And it makes me want to continue watching the show. And um, it, it's funny because they do show a glimpse of Hux yeah. um, mm-hmm. and cartoon Hux, I guess, which yeah. um, I it, guess, yes, you're right. He's a little bit over the top. It is more appropriate for Spaceballs, maybe. Is it um, Donald Gleason's voice? Yeah. I, I think it's I just know, the same actually. audio. It's the same audio. I, yeah. the same audio. I would assume, yeah. I, I can't confirm that. Or, yeah. but, but, but it yeah. was cool to see the two main characters, like, kind of, you know, leaning behind a box and, like, you know, mm-hmm. seeing what's going on. Like, it's kind of, it felt kind of like Back to the Future, too. You know, where mm-hmm. you have, like, right. like Marty, good, like, good seeing himself. Like, yeah. that yeah. that was pretty cool. So maybe that's where BB-8 fits in, and there's some weird time travel thing going on. I, I, I know they're very aware of the, BB, the canon of BB-8. I, I know yeah. the creators are. I'm just interested to see how they're going to do that. You know? Yeah. But, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, it looks great. The show's, yeah, yeah I, and, and to your point, if it hasn't pulled you in, I, I don't disagree with you on that. I, I watch it kind of one of those, hey, I have to watch it. But I really like the show. It's the stuff that's in there that's little, that's not prominent so there's still a lot of hijinks and uh you know but bobby moynihan's funny his character's great and everything but there's those little things of refugees because kylo ren went and destroyed a village all those kind of things really oh there's some stuff going on and and it could could start to emerge so stick with it yeah the story's good it's just that the some of the 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 dialogue is 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 like and that could just be a directorial or uh you know disney uh direction that they want them to like do do kitty stuff you know i don't know that was the thing though this this show and that's what i said from the beginning this show is geared and it seems like it's a lot more it's it's easier to watch for young children and that's and that's fine and i i I never i never understand when some people like "Ah, they're making it just for the kids now our star wars is dead it's like no there's different there's different tiers doesn't mean you have to watch all of it the same thing like it might be one of the reasons that i'm not hooked in like for example i turned it on and my daughter was reading a book next to me and she stopped she's like She's like, don't leave this on. She's like, I, I want to finish my book. And yeah, she's like, yeah. I can't stop watching it. And like, she, yeah. she wanted to watch it more than I did. Yeah. And she's seven. So I, I think that that's, go, that's the audience that they're going for, and they hit that. Yeah. Um, but I still want to – I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to try to finish it. 
Um, no, and I think I think it seems like it's gonna it's gonna keep getting better because it has been as far as yeah. like the last few that I saw. Yeah. It's it sign me up for that Clone Wars though. That's another reason though. I cannot wait for the last oh, yeah. episodes and to see if Filoni finally gets to take that vision that he wanted to for so long, wrap up those stories. And um, you talk about canon, though, Ken. That's the mm-hmm. stuff you got to be careful with, right? Because, like, Ahsoka, now you, got, now you have all the rebels that you got to figure out, like, when did she go off the map again? Because yeah. you see her in the trailer, so I'm not spoiling anything. But, like, where they tied up from season five or season six. Is this season six? This is seven, isn't it? This is seven. This is seven. Five was the last proper right. release. Jesus, that's and then, a lot of and then six yeah. they put on, on Netflix. Netflix yeah. So by the end of six... You know, she, she she's gone. So it ties yeah. into Rebels. Like you haven't seen her at all. She's doing like these little side missions now in Seven. It's like, well, how does she disappear again? I mean, I'm sure they're going to cover mm-hmm. that, but because yeah. Filoni's very aware of how he's going to tie into his own series, obviously. Yeah, yeah, and it ties. Uh, it's the Siege of Mandalore stuff, and that ties in a little bit to the Ahsoka novel as well, too, in the beginning. Right. So, yeah. Right. I'm curious to see how. And I, look, I've said I, I really just believe Filoni doesn't not that he likes destroying canon but i just think he doesn't worry about that as much because i again we always say he learned from george the story of george coming up to him going i got an idea you're gonna love it darth maul's still alive put him in the show and dave's like great how does that work you figure it out i think filoni has got a little bit of that philosophy and some of that stuff pops up i mean we saw maul in the movie like right i mean that's why no but he he means like originally when 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 he first when he was first announced like before when when filoni was working on that show with lucas Oh, I got an idea. <laughs> bring 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 them all back. Uh, cool. Uh, yeah, he died. He yeah. got cut in half. <laughs> yeah, cut How are we gonna do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's up to you. You're you're smart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there you go. All right. What's uh, what's next? Your George Lucas and your George R. R. Martin are have They're close. Into the creepiest <laughs> serial killer I've ever seen on a Netflix. Yeah. Martin Martin's got the laugh though, which kind of ties into a, a Dreyfus too. It's like, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> so creepy. Oh. I want to see closer to Ken. I want to go on another one of those on top taco walks. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, I finally no. got a hold of uh, Fire Blood, so the new uh, Targaryen uh, like prequel book, oh. and uh, there's a there's a, some art in there that I was like, George R. R. Martin, you creepy old man. Oh, what yeah. are you doing? We enough? talked about that yesterday on live. This is like that we that panel that he mm-hmm. did. Were you in the room when he did that panel? I was not. But I heard oh, about wow. it. Wow, that was something special. <laughs> Rena, how are you? <laughs> I wanna. This is the last time I appear. Slide that water over here. Yeah. <laughs> you want to? Next, the comic books are coming out. <laughs> so weird. We'll figure out. We'll figure out how to co- how to cover the comic books at some point. I'm always behind there. I'm we all are. What are we, this is more. This is more to let people know what, what yeah. issues are out. The latest Star Wars issue is out of 59. I got to tell you that I love the cover of the, of the Star Wars one because that reminds me of, of more like Indiana Jones than mm-hmm. it's worse. Oh, they've got some great covers. Yeah, the covers. Hang them on your wall. Yeah, Jang, Django Fett. I don't know if that's uh, necessarily for me. I've never been a huge Django Fett guy. You like the Django Fett? I'm okay with Django Fett. The seismic charges are my favorite sound in Star Wars, yeah. but that's not necessarily uh, his responsibility. But I, I like—I had no problem with Django being in it, but I, no. I don't. Uh, but I'm also not a huge Boba Fett fan either, so I don't dive into the facts. I don't mind him being in the movie. I just yeah. never think, oh, he's such a cool character. He—he yeah. he just, you know, he got lucky and he—he he, he acquired his son's yeah. Um, yeah. outfit because that was cool in the original trilogy, and it's yeah. like, oh. Oh, he's cool. Is he? Or is he just an imposter that happens yeah. to be? IG idiot. Could he's just a simple man trying saying. to make his way in the galaxy. Yeah. All right. All right. What's next? All right. You want some questions? 
Uh, yeah, let's do it. So we'll move on over here from you guys now. We're going to go to the Twits, uh, hashtag Collider Jedi Council, or on the Facebook group at Collider Jedi Council Fan Group. And what's the other one? The other one we do is uh, YouTube Live. We're live right now, so make sure yeah. you get your questions in there. And i also like to give a shout-out to our buddies over at Star Wars News Net. We get a lot of these stories from the great work that they do over there. So thank you to our friends over at Star Wars News Net. Check them out. All right. This one's specifically for you, and I like it. I like it. Steve Camp writes it. Now, Steve, this isn't Steve's voice or the tone, but I'm going to ask him like this. Christian, I know you love Plagueis, yeah. but how confident are you we can see a canon retelling of a story anytime soon? Not confident at all, Steve. Uh, I don't think they're going to – we can scream from the heavens that we wanted. I think that uh, – um, in all due respect, Kathleen Kennedy does not care about the inside baseball stuff of, uh, of Star Wars, which I could, couldn't disagree with more. Uh, I don't think we're going to see it. Do we get a mention of Plagueis, maybe in even Episode Nine? Sure. Why not? Let's tie it in. Oh, cool. Because I think J.J. Abrams was asked about it enough in mm-hmm. 7 that maybe he throws something in there in 9. Maybe he doesn't. Um, but will we get a full story on it? Man, I, if anybody said to me, like, okay... Here's $120 million. You get 10 episodes. You can make whatever you want in the Star Wars world for plus. I am calling Tom Hiddleston and asking him to play Palpatine, and then I'm finding someone to play Plagueis, and I'm doing, and I'm going to take a lot of those uh, excerpts from the Darth Plagueis novel and make it canon. But do I think that's going to happen? Do I think anyone's going to do that? No. So not likely. Anybody else think it's possible? You could make your fan film, like the Vader fan film. I, I mean, listen, fan film. I can. I've had discussions with someone the other day about making a fan film, and I, I am. I am very intrigued. You could that. play him too. If you I want. would not play him, but I, I am very intrigued about producing a fan film. Uh, what, what do you think? Good luck with that. Um, you don't like the fan films. I, I don't like fan films. I, I love fan films. Hardware Wars and Troops are the only ones I like. But, they make me uncomfortable. I, I think props to the people that make oh, them, I and I think it, it's really yeah, hard work. The mall but, won a couple but, years ago. They, they all look great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, I, they make me like uncomfortable. Did you watch it, the Vader one? Yeah. I love the Vader one. You didn't like the Vader no, one? No, I think I think it's it's uh, well it's well made, but the 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 acting like makes me uncomfortable. I don't know. It's just not. It's, it's like just, watching an episode of Kirby Enthusiasm and Larry David gets yeah, in trouble. Yeah, it's like that. A lot of times, you're right. A lot of times, the acting is really bad. I I thought I thought the Emperor in Darth Vader film was really good. I thought the movements of what the the this Vader yeah. did. I think the way they look, it's usually pretty cool. Yeah. I, I was really impressed for the, the amount of money that the guy put in, into it. it was, Do you know it how much good. money it was? I think it was $100,000. $100,000. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. That's impressive. He, yeah. I, I liked it. So yeah. He's getting a lot of love for it, and I think well-deserved. Um, okay, him. what's next? Uh, this, this one pops up a lot. I like it. Cody Mitchell. Not Cody Hall. Cody Mitchell. Cody Miller? Uh, not Cody Miller. Oh, I right. miss Cody. Uh, Miller and Cody Hall. Cody Mitchell, do you feel like there's been a lack of prominent alien characters in the sequel trilogy in comparison to the past trilogy? Galaxy feels small when most of all the notable characters are human. So this comes up a lot. Uh, I got one during the live questions, but someone uh, someone asked kind of similar question while watching Solo on Netflix. Corneal mass injection. That's a great Twitter handle. I like that. Uh, same thing. Do you think the sequel trilogy could benefit from more aliens in central roles? Um, aliens and Star Wars. It's a big thing, and, and it comes up a lot going even back to force awakens of do we want to see aliens we know i would like to see more aliens yeah um, i mean I, I feel like I, i'm I, nothing against cg because i think cg is great but i do miss uh the cantina type creatures mm-hmm. you know and that those were mostly practical effects so it's more about that it's, it's kind of like having another chewy 
I would like to see that, and I think that they, they set it up a couple times. Even though it was CGI, yeah. the alien character that Favreau played, albeit a bit annoying at, at times, I think that one of the things that I want to see them do more of, and I think because it sets how how real the Star Wars galaxy feels, right? right. Is when they do the subtitle stuff. Yeah. I don't need I don't want the alien speaking basic. I I, I just it doesn't it, it doesn't work for me. You don't way. want There's, a basic bitch alien. I don't want no I don't. Like there like there was in the prequels, a lot of the most of the aliens spoke basic. Um except there was one scene Rodian was talking to uh I think it's Sam Jackson. I can't remember who he was talking to and and, and he's just in I was just talking to Palpatine. And Subtitle, and it was that feels like Star Wars. Yeah, um, because it's not to say that the the humans can't understand them. A lot of them can understand them. It was way more effective. I think that that creature in Solo, the the woman, what's her name, the the lady 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 Proxima, lady yeah. Proxima, if she wasn't talking like this, would have been so more effective with the subtitles and alien voice. Would have been menacing. Right. And but when you start doing goofy human voices for these things yeah. it fails use the subtitles give me the oh yeah, yeah. that that's that's star wars language yeah. um because if job of the hut would have been basic silly yeah. as hell silly oh, as hell yeah. if job was going hey what Orbits. are you doing here huh? no. <laughs> like zero the hut awful yeah. awful yeah zero the hut had like a new orleans accent yeah. it was atrocious if yeah, me atrocious <laughs> yeah it's a, do not do that but that also go back to Give me more of them. Yeah. That's what Star yeah. Wars is. That's, that was the, my, one of my favorite things in Knights of the Republic. So many different interactions with aliens, and you had to do the subtitle stuff. It was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I mean, uh, the entirety of Jabba's Palace is mm. yeah, amazing yeah. to me. It's like my favorite Star Wars creature alien mm-hmm. like uh, scene ever, you yeah. know? Yeah. And, and it's mostly everybody speaking different languages. Right. Like, so. I'm okay with, like, Hondo, you know? Because, like, Hondo, yeah. I feel like, like Hondo learned how to... Do it, and Honda, but Honda should also have gone in and out of the different languages. Right. Like that's that's what I want to see because like, Honda's a guy that would pick up all those languages because he needs to know how to communicate with all these people, but he can still maneuver in and out of different languages. But I wish they would do more of that stuff. Yeah, I, to- I totally agree. The, 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 you know, as much as I'd, I've grown to love uh, the era of the prequels, I still look at the you know Newt Gunray and just yeah. kind of the, yeah. some of the problematic choices made with those voices and everything. Yeah, yeah and, and or what's the guy in the diner like in the in Attack it, of the Clones? Oh, don't you talk bad about Texas Dexter <laughs> Jetster? But, but he, if he would have had Ooh. same thing, yeah. different scene. If he's they just talking make in them subtitles. act like humans, and it's weird. Cartoon. It doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah, outside of Dexter. Outside of Dexter. Well, that's a Camino Shaver dart. There are two of them, though. It's like, yeah, come but, on. But, yeah, that, that was troublesome. But, yeah, no, the, the job is a great example. If they had gone with the original, you know, the Scottish guy who played it, Han, my boy, it wouldn't have worked. Yes, right. Bib Fortuna, a yeah. uh, ton of examples. That's yeah. why we needed three people. So in terms of, uh, you know, more characters and aliens at the lead, uh, I, I know people want that. It's it's uh, uh, The sequel trilogy brought us the Abdem Nettos, which, are, you know, are are really good. They feel like they're part of the Star Wars universe and they just feel normal there now. But um, I think, I think I, I, I'm in, I, I would have liked to see a little bit more aliens that I know in Canto Bight. There would have a Twi'lek here or there. It, it, it worked for me in Solo too when you walk in a little bit and you're like, ah, oh, that's some, some new creatures. Yeah. And, and familiar ones. So, but it is a big galaxy and you can justify it, you know. Yeah. And they all come from Harloff Minor. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's do uh, two more. Two more questions. All right. I'm trying to get a live one here. 
I'm trying to get a good live one. So talk amongst. All right, Simon Davis. Simon Davis asked us here using the hashtag Collider Jedi Council. How many of the main heroes do you think will survive in Episode Nine? Do you think Poe or Finn will be around by the end of this movie? Are they going to stick with the Lucas Return of the Jedi ending? We've lost some of our big heroes. We know that, but some of the new cast or anyone in Episode Nine, do you think we're going to have some deaths? No. I don't think we lose any of them, uh, if, unless you count Kylo Ren. But uh, but the actual heroes. The, no. the heroes themselves, right, because I, I'm convinced, and I really hope that they don't do it. I really hope that Kylo Ren ends as a villain. I think that he had his shot in two, but I, I just, if you look at it, the way that they've been kind of setting it up, they're going to redeem him, so you can count him as a hero. Um, but I think he's probably toast. No, I mean, side characters, maybe. If, if, they, if they kill Lando, it's like, come on, what do you have against the old, the old school? But they keep doing that. They though. keep they do doing keep, it, keep killing the old characters. I mean, they killed uh, um, God uh, Akbar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was a really crappy. Come on, death. Come it was like the crappiest no. death. No, he's a warrior. A he dies death. on his shield. Horrible death. It's horrible death. Horrible death. So it, wrong. The execution, You're both so wrong. The execution death. was horrible. That's how yeah. warriors yeah. go out, not even knowing that. Yeah. They, wait, did that's Akbar exactly. just die? Yes, that's how it, it happened. It should have been him. It should have been him instead of uh, Laura Dern. Yeah. No. Yes, no, I, I totally no. agree with you. Oh God, I'm walking off the show. Hey, they want to come on the what? And then that's the last line the guy has. Damn it, that's the worst take on Holdo. Come on, it's worst take. Let let. Justice for Akbar. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's start a hashtag. I, I'm with you. Today. Yeah. No. Sorry, Ken. No. You, you will lose. No. Last one. No. Sorry. No. Yeah. Um, what? I had it. Oh, God. Where'd it go? My screen just changed. Uh, oh, oh, oh. We talk about, we talk about the streaming service. All right. So, Mark, Mark Carr, do you think all the television shows come in the next couple of years? Mandalorian, Clone Wars Season 7, Resistance. We still got Cassie and Andor. In addition to the future films, that Lucasfilm is running the risk of creating Star Wars fatigue among more casual viewers. No, because that's because this is what I've been singing to the heavens here. What you're assuming, uh, who, the fan who, who wrote that, what you're assuming is that we're getting Mandalorian this year and a movie this year, Cassian next year, right, a movie right. next year, then a movie, then a series. Movies are going to stop for a little bit. Yeah. They haven't announced that, but movies are going to stop. So it's going to be, you're going to get a series just like you get a television series for anything. Um, mm-hmm. Every season, depending on what it is, you'll get a limited series, by the way, too, on Mandalorian and potential limited series on Cassian. So you'll, those, those will be spaced out. Maybe Mandalorian comes back the next year after. Maybe it comes back two after. And then Cassian comes and they, they deal more with Cassian. You're not seeing the Benioff Weiss thing until like 2021. Oh, so yeah, yeah. There's going to be a lot of time in between. And as far as the, and you're asking for casual fans, they're not even going to be looking in the Clone Wars direction. The Clone Wars show is for the hardcore fans. Yeah. It's for the fans that wanted it back. It's the fans that were throwing that hashtag to get it back. It's a very popular show, but not maybe along the, the casual fans who didn't even know that Darth Maul was alive <laughs> yeah, and they were yeah, confused yeah. when they saw yeah. Solo. But as far as the casual fans go, the casual fans are really going to be looking towards that movie. In the movies, one of the movies coming out. And the casual fans are going to see, okay, episode nine closed out. What's next? And then the casual fans are going to go, when's our next Star Wars movie coming out in the theaters? We haven't seen a theater movie forever. And then they're going to go from 2019 to like 2021. And by the time you get to 21, they're excited. 
And if they want to go watch stuff on TV, they can. So the, the exact opposite. There's going to be more of a hunger for it with this particular plan. Yeah. Yeah, and is more of a movie fan than the other stuff. Like, I still haven't finished Clone Wars or Rebels, right? Like, I, not because I don't want to. I just don't. There's a lot of stuff out mm-hmm. there, right? But I think um, the movie fans are probably going to be interested more in The Mandalorian than anything else if they're going to watch something. But you talk about fatigue. I mean, how much have we been talking about people think that there's superhero fatigue and how much money did Aquaman make? Right. right you know, right, like, right. like there's, there's something for everyone, and it doesn't mean that everyone saw those movies, and some people are Marvel fans, some people are DC fans, Fox fans, whatever, right? But there's, there's something for everyone. Like, I, I think fatigue just means that you're watching everything, and some people do. Some people are hardcore fans, and they love all of it, and that's great, but most of us don't. Like, most of us just pick things, and I think it's great that you have the options as a fan to watch whatever is for you. Fatigue is also used as a crutch for people throwing out because this is – we know, we can all agree here, Last Jedi has two sides, people who love it, people who hate it, right? That that's something that's a big that's that's a big divide. Like Marvel, they, there's some people who just don't like Marvel in general and never will. Marvel, they're going to just destroy it. Same thing with DC, right? But then there's also there's the hardcore f- Marvel fan base. The Star Wars hardcore fan base were divided on, on Last Jedi. A lot of people, yeah. I know. Um, whereas Marvel, it's not. A lot of the times, they've just been kind of straight through. So there's no fatigue there for a lot of the fans because they keep satisfying the need for it. Solo didn't satisfy the need for everybody, right? Last Jedi didn't satisfy the need. So now people start saying, oh, there's a fatigue. It's just too much Star Wars. If Solo was incredible and Last Jedi appeased everyone, no one's talking about fatigue right now. They're talking about what's next, what's next, what's next. It's because they only say fatigue because they just haven't been satisfied the way that they wanted to. And I think that that's the whole point with if Mandalorian is incredible and if Cassian turns out to be incredible, then the hunger for the movie is going to be through the roof. And then if this Benioff and Weiss thing is the best stuff, people are going to, then you're going to hear that unfair thing of this is better than anything they ever did before. They should have started with this. Yeah. So and, no, and, and I, I always want each next thing to be better than the one before. Right. Like, there's no such thing as fatigue. Yeah, yeah. It's it's make stuff that appeases the fan base, and that's not easy to do. No. It's not. There's fatigue is silly. Fatigue is an absolute silly statement. It always has been. When people used to ask about for Star or for, for superhero movies for any of that stuff, it's it's a silly statement. There are people who just don't are tired of watching comic book movies, but it's not the overall or Star Wars. It's not the overall fan base in general. Because if that was the case then they wouldn't be making money. You make good stuff, people will watch it. That, that's it. Yeah. Yep. So I, um, I think that's it. That's the, that's the end of uh, Collider Jedi Council today. I'd like to thank the panel that joined us. Dorina, where can they find you? Uh, at Evil Dorina on Instagram and Twitter. And that's it. Ken Napsock, what have you been doing lately? What do you got going on? Uh, just follow me at Ken Napsock. Uh, hopefully or a big announcement. Zoo looking at otters? What's that? Yeah, the zoo oh, looking. I love. I just went to the zoo last week. I Did love you? those otters. L.A. Zoo. Just, the L.A. Zoo. And they flip and they do the things over and over. It's and good. I just sit there giggling for an hour. I like that L.A. Zoo, by it's the fun. way. It's it's, it's a good, good zoo. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me at Ken Napsack. Uh, hopefully, I got a big announcement soon in the next sure. couple weeks. Um, something fun I'm working on. So we'll uh, we'll see. But awesome. just follow that. Oh, you follow me at Christian Harloff, Twitter, Instagram. Some of you may know. Some of you may not know that the uh, Schmodown has moved on over to the Schmodown channel, youtubecom slash the Schmodown. Go and check that out, um, please do that we have the patreon going up over there too so thank you for everybody joining us today make sure you subscribe here to collider video go on over to the apple podcast feed or anywhere you can find podcasts and give us a listen over there rate review do it all may the force be with you always we begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way so pick up your mccafe iced coffees close your eyes 
and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply.